3: In the Lord,
4: I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear
0: our prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day For the Lord
3: is the great God, and the great King above Rise
0: all. Rise up, O judge of the earth, render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime?
4: Righteousness and justice are the foundation of His. I hate the work
2: of those
3: who follow it. my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations.
0: I will defy tyrants.
4: I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants.
5: And good day, America. Welcome, Christians, Conservatives, Constitutionalists, Liberals, Libertarians, Communists, Islamists, LGBTQRS TV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on straight and narrow. I'm your host Tim Brown coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel to Allah warned about I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, and see the space that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And there you're going to see two videos at the top of the screen. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. Uh, If you missed that and you'd like to catch that, that is available up until until 3 o'clock this afternoon, at which time he'll be live in that area right there. On the right side of the page is where we are. Just click on the play button, blow it up, whatever device you've got, and then click on the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. And um, you can uh, join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live to Rumble. The channel is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. So uh, you go on Rumble, you change it from videos in the search to channels and put Sons of Liberty Radio Live, and you'll find us right there. Uh, the top video should be the live version of what we're doing right now. Also, beforeit'snews.com, top of the page is where you can catch us uh, also streaming, as well as DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, a number of Facebook pages that bear my name, and also uh, Twitter, The Real Tim Brow 2. Leave off the N, add a two there. The Real Tim Brown two. You can get the stream there, and you can also get it at Twitch at Real Tim Brown. And again, as we find other places where we can kind of tack on here, and I and I have time to set it up, we'll we'll expand that out a little more, I guess. Uh, also, while you're at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, right up under where we're streaming live, you can find where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, you get one of those a day. comes out between seven and eight Eastern time in the evening. And then uh, if you want our ministry email, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com and you get that once a week on Saturdays. And uh yeah, you can sign up for that right off the front page. And then finally, if you agree with our message, you'd like to help keep us out there. There's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And guys, we really do uh, appreciate all of your support here uh, because it keeps us out here. It keeps us being able to give you some... Some information, and hopefully, with that, a biblical perspective um, you know there are people who give biblical perspectives uh no question about that um, but uh here that's you know we we try to bring you the information and then say here's what it's coming from here here's here's what either the correction is for that or here's what upholds that, and go back to the Word of God and uh the foundation for which. You know, these United States were founded, and I'm talking about long before the Constitution. The states were founded upon the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just go and read the Mayflower Compact, guys. I didn't write it. This is hundreds of years ago that this was established. And it was established for the glory of God, for the advancement of his kingdom and of the gospel of Christ. So go back and look at that. I mean, you can argue with me and say it's not a Christian nation anymore. Well, maybe in many ways we become apostate. There's no question about that. And how we are as a land, I'm not talking about you guys who are listening to me necessarily. Maybe some of you have been. Maybe Maybe some of you listening are like what James says. You hear, but you do not do. And you deceive yourself. Maybe you need you need to repent too. I, I don't know. If God's put that on your heart, if he's put the finger on your heart and says, nope, you're not, you're being a hypocrite, then repent. That's a mercy of God to do that for you, just like it is for him to do it to me or anybody else. Because he could just let us go on in our sin, but the Bible says... If we're His, what does He do? He loves us and He chastens us, or He disciplines us, just like a father does his son. If you don't, if you don't chasten, if you don't correct your children, you don't love them. You have no love for them. So <clears throat> keep that in mind. There's a couple of things that I want to do here, and then we're going to get into this issue. I'm, I'm going to play a a little video. It's about 15 or 16 minutes long. During this. Um, just because this woman here has went through the things, and I, I went through it over the past couple of days, and I've seen the stuff that she's talking about. Some of this stuff relates right to what we've, we've been talking about in this upcoming presidential, you know, I mean, they start doing this stuff like as soon as the one election's over, it's kind of like the Super Bowl. As soon as the Super Bowl's over, you know, they only remain champions for so long, and then somebody is out to take their title and probably does take their title. Okay, so it's an immediate rush of, oh, we accomplished something and then oh, we've got to keep fighting for it, Um, which is very much like what the Christian life is. Uh, Christ has accomplished a lot for us Uh, in this country. We've seen the benefits of that over hundreds of years. And now we're seeing people come in and attack us and we're just letting them do it. And we've got to put a stop to it. And again, I say the people are the solution to the problem. Not politicians, not D.C., not even your state governments. I think the people are. The people are the solution for this. And um, and I've pointed you to tactical civics. Learn your civic duty. You know, get with your neighbors. Build up that militia. Put your grand jury in, in place so that you can hold those accountable who are committing crimes against you and your children and your neighbors. Simple as that. That is love, too, by the way. It is love to bring justice. Yep, it sure is. Um, Do we desire mercy for people? Yeah. Do we desire mercy for ourselves? Yep. But when men remain unrepentant, there is nothing to look forward to but uh, a fearful expectation of judgment. That's what the book of Hebrews says, a fearful expectation of judgment. So I can't help people who won't repent, and I realize it's up to God to grant them repentance. It's not up to me. It's not even up to them. Uh, it's up to God. So, with that said, you know I've got a lot of um, uh, videos that's going to, that I had in the bonus videos yesterday. So, if you missed the archive, you might want to check that out. One of them I want to really recommend to you. You'd have to go to SonsOfLibertyMedia dot com, look up what our title was uh, for yesterday, and you can tell where my mind goes. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> goodness gracious, we dealt we dealt with the uh, respect for marriage. Where did Congress derive authority to define marriage? So if you go to libertymedia.com, you can click on that. Maybe you're at work right now or you're going to work or you're at home or whatever the case may be. Click on that and you can, uh, you can check out the bonus videos there. I think there was about 10 or 12 of them. And there was a lot of good stuff in there, some documentaries and some other things as well. <clears throat> One of those is this. And I, I really want you to hear this. We did an article on this sometime back. And my estimation is that what we're going to talk about today with Ron DeSantis is that Ron DeSantis is sort of Trump 2.0. He sounds good, looks good, presents himself as this serious conservative, constitutionalist, Christian guy. All, that's the way he presents himself, and um, and yet the stuff we're going to hear about and see today. Again, I you know I encourage you go back and look and check out these things. We're going to show you some of them. Uh, we're going to let this lady lay out uh, the investigation part that she's done, and some of it we've kind of touched on in the meet. She he is Catholic, uh, Carol Ann. That's true, and uh, I that that's a part of where I want people who are looking to continue this voting facade because it is a facade at this point.
1: If you think your vote is counting. Look at the results. Look at the results. Look how you're being cheated out of that.
5: And I've showed you what the response is that our fathers before us how they dealt with voter fraud. But it doesn't seem to me that people want to use that second amendment to do what it was designed to do. Yet our our forefathers in Athens, Tennessee did just that. They realized the second amendment existed to correct the criminal activity in their locale, in their county. And they went and used them against the bad guys, not to commit a crime, but to ensure the people had a voice in their elections. I don't know anybody else who's going to tell you that. That's what it's for. It's there to secure a free state, the militia. What is the militia made up of? Free men in a community who have arms and are exercising that right to keep and to bear those arms they're given that right by god in order to keep the evil in check it's not to overthrow anything it's not to you know be tyrants it is to make sure that tyrants don't rise up that they are corrected they're held in check that's what it's there for okay that's what it's there for. And if, if you don't like that, if you think I'm a domestic terrorist, an insurrectionist, you got it all wrong. You need to go look at your definitions. Okay. I call Ron, De, Ron DeSantis from my viewpoint. And again, <clears throat> I did probably an entire year uh, of reporting on Lee County, Florida. Sheriff Carmine Mercino, who is a criminal. Uh, he's criminal by 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 default in state law. Ron DeSantis has the documentation. So did his attorney general, Ashley Moody. So did FDLE, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. So did the Ethics Commission down there in Florida. And they did nothing. Now we're seeing the Bar Association maybe making some moves against at least one of the attorneys down there that we reported on that stole $300,000 from his client. Deanna Williams, and in effect was working for the attorney who did no work for her, who got a settlement more than what she got in a rape case. He got a settlement worth more than, than what she got paid when she was raped. And Ron DeSantis oversaw this. He's also the same politician, and he is a politician, who removed the coward from Broward, Scott Israel, because, not because Israel committed a crime. I mean, his being stupid is not a crime.
1: He removed him, and then he put in this guy
5: to be sheriff who was involved in swinging. Him and his wife were involved in swinging, and there's images of it you can go. Daily Mail's got a bunch of them. That he put him in there. This is Ron DeSantis, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. But I think Ron DeSantis is Trump 2.0, and for those of you who continue to think, well, tr- if it wasn't for Trump, my eyes wouldn't have been opened, I want you to listen to this lady, because we wrote about this before. This is spirit cooker Marina Abramovic. This is her own words about Donald Trump and I want you to understand all these people run the same circle. Even what you hear between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis right now, you know, this little, I don't know, cat fight that they've got going on. This is WWE. Any of you guys watch WWE and the guys who are supposed to be on the same side start getting at a tussle and then eventually they become arch enemies and stuff like that? That's how they keep you in on it. Yeah, that's what's going on here. Listen to Marina Abramovic as to what she says about Donald Trump. And listen very carefully, all you people who follow Q and, I don't know, some of these people who are reporting on Q and that Donald Trump's the savior and blah, blah, blah. Listen to what she has to say.
3: Trump is the best thing happened ever to us, that he is the magician of the highest order, that he is there in his irrational mind to create confusion. In order, with the human being, you hear that, order. and you know it's not so stupid thinking about this in that way. It's completely turning things upside down because since Trump is around, things are changing because we are waking up.
0: Thank you very much. Henry Kissinger has been a friend of mine. I've liked him. I've respected him. But we've been friends for a long time, long before my emergence in the world of politics. But we got to know each other very well. He's a man I have great, great respect for. It's an honor to have Dr. Kissinger with us. Uh, A man of immense talent and experience and knowledge. So you may want to say something. And thank you for being here, Thank you very much. I'm here at a moment with the opportunity to build a constructive, will it's very great
5: murderous it's treasonous any Christ
3: uh. because he's so irrational he's so crazy that's actually create that awakening that we finally wake up because before it will be another guy and another guy and everything looks similar but he's so different than anything else so the actually he's the the magician who waking us up
5: ah huh. he's the magician Waking us up. And what is the term? What is the phrase that's being thrown? Well, you got to wake up. You got to look at there's a biblical term for that. The church, what, you know, you're slumbering. You need to wake up. Nothing wrong with the phrase, but she's saying he's waking up. What is he waking
1: us up to? What is he waking us up to?
5: Now that's out of her own mouth. Now, somebody asked in the chat, who is this lady? This is the spirit cooker that was brought out in the DNC emails with John Podesta and Hillary Clinton and all of that kind of stuff. When all the Pizzagate stuff was exploding and everything else, this is this wicked. This, if you, if you can believe it, this woman, if I'm not mistaken, she is over 70 years old. That woman you just saw. Yeah, I know she doesn't look it at all. <laughs> but the point is, is this. She's telling you about Donald Trump. This lady is on the other side. She's on that side I don't have to convince you that's evil and bad. It's why I don't spend a lot of time. I mean, there's plenty of time that we we deal with bills and this, that, and the other that deal with the quote-unquote other side. They're really two sides of the same coin. But the fact of the matter is I don't spend a lot of time on that because most people who listen to the Sons of Liberty you already know they're bad guys on the quote-unquote Democrat side, the blue side, the liberal side. You know they're bad guys. They're openly bad. It's the guys who profess that they're on your side. That's where the that's where the Trojan horse is. That's where the snake is that's going to bite you. That's where that comes from. So with that said, there are a number of... Um, uh, things that I can point to here. For instance, <clears throat> let's take, gotta
1: go over here and this came out yesterday. Okay. This is
5: uh Ron DeSantis. He knows the COVID experimental shots are killing people. He's admitted it. He knows it. And yet, has he put a stop to it in the state of Florida? Well, Tim, he needs to
1: give people the freedom of choice.
5: Let me, let me even use the, one of my favorite things to talk about, which is, which is guns. If you had a gun manufacturer, let, let me say that I had news related to a gun manufacturer that is like that of the COVID shots. We know the COVID shots are injuring people in different ways. We know that it's killing people by the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, even millions and beyond. If there was a gun manufacturer, as much as I love guns, all different kinds, boy, they're giving away one over at Classic Firearms. It's a belt, it's a belt-fed rifle. Just got to tell you, I watched the video last night. It's a belt-fed rifle, and if you run out of the the ammunition in the little feeder, you can grab you can grab your buddy's magazine and pop that in there too on the side, and you can use it like that. It's Awesome. You really ought to sign up for it. (laughs) But let's say you have a gun manufacturer. And let's say that 30% of their weapons, when people go out to fire them within the first 100 rounds, the gun blows apart, people are being killed, they're being injured, they're losing their eyesight, um, you name it. They're losing fingers, whatever the case may be. Would I be amiss by 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 pointing out? Look, don't buy these people's guns. They're dangerous for you. In fact, they should be shut down until they fix their problem. No, I, that would be responsible, would it not? It'd be to warn you. It would be to warn you of the danger of that particular product. That's not saying all guns are bad. I wouldn't be doing that, but I would be pointing out these right here are right. Well. Same thing has happened here. Ron DeSantis knows the experimental COVID shots, which are made by different people, different companies. He knows they're killing people and yet he won't stop them in the state of Florida. Now, he recently had a uh, a meeting on December 13th. By the way, same time, a guy from British Parliament stood up for 20 minutes. He was in our bonus videos the other the other day and he stood up and called out what was going on in the shots too, which is good. If they were blind before, now they're seeing and now they're speaking out, great. So we had this meeting on the 13th of December and DeSantis had his Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Ladapo and let's take a listen as to what his Surgeon General had to say regarding the shots.
2: ...media has clearly demonstrated that it is impossible to report accurately on something.
5: And I don't know why we don't have a volume control here,
2: but from that same something. So what these people did was what these researchers did was they looked, they performed autopsies on individuals who died suddenly, unexpectedly, without any, any known explanation, any known acute illness within a few weeks of COVID-19 vaccination and they published their results and what they found was in their in the group of people they looked at four out of 35 people who they looked at actually had myocarditis and it was a type of myocarditis that was different from the typical types of myocarditis which you can get from viruses many different types of viruses <laughs> if they existed and specifically it was a type of myocarditis that they attributed to mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. It is important to know that these people died at home suddenly. So all of the studies that you see about myocarditis, and Tracy raised this point, they are not included in these studies because these people did not show up at hospitals or emergency departments with chest pain or shortness of breath or, or other symptoms that would lead to a diagnosis of myocarditis. These are people who are not counted in any of those estimates that the CDC likes to pretend are accurate. So we are initiating a program here in Florida where we will be studying the incidence in surveillance of myocarditis within a few weeks of COVID-19 vaccination for people who died. This is going to be a surveillance study using working with some of our medical examiners in Florida. We're also going to be working with the University of Florida. So there will be a component that has more of a research, a research form to it. But we will answer this question. It is a question that I'm sure keeps the CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna up late at night, hoping no one ever looks. But we're going to look here in Florida.
5: Okay. All right. So we're going to look here in Florida. So it's more investigations. Sorry. Got that mic a little hot there. I had to turn him up a little bit because the bit shoot for whatever reason. And by the way, have you heard this about bit shoot that they they seize their money over there? Oh my goodness! It's just the whole thing is that this whole system has absolutely lost its mind. And I tell you what: if the people, if the men who are armed, if we don't deal with it soon, and I'm talking about in the local area. If we don't really begin to take it back to the law, and back to real justice—not this paid-for, bought, and paid-for kind of justice, which is not justice—we're uh, going to be, we're going to be in, we're going to be in real deep, and so are our children. All right. Uh, now, how did how did Ron respond? Because Ron put this all together, right? He put this thing together where you hear his Surgeon General speaking there. Well, here's Ron, and I want you to listen to what Ron has to say.
3: Our next guest has fought relentlessly against medical cartels, silencing campaigns, yes, which has. is why he invited people like Michelle and actual experts Nonsense. to join him in Florida today. And he's also calling for a grand jury now to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to the COVID-19 vaccines. Start in he's Lee County there, Ronnie. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Governor, it's great to see you tonight. Um, what did you learn today in hearing, again, these voices, many of them suppressed or people ostracized over the last few years?
0: Well, Laura, like anything, I mean, you, you take an MNRA shot and the way to view it is, okay, what are the benefits and what are the drawbacks? And it seems like our medical establishment never wanted to be honest with people, uh, about the potential drawbacks. And so you showed a clip from Dr. Latipo down here in Florida and the analysis that he's done. keep in mind what he's saying here. Who've taken the mRNA shots. We, of course, had witnesses talk about their experience. And how are we in a situation? Yes, Florida, we banned vaccine passports almost two years ago. We banned uh, the shot mandates for jobs and saved a lot of people's jobs. Nevertheless, throughout our country... You still have hundreds of universities in other states that are still mandating these boosters on these college kids. When any type of cost-benefit analysis would say the benefit from them taking the shot, as you as you alluded to, it doesn't prevent them from getting infected or spreading it anyways. The benefit is minuscule. Uh, but as Joe Latipo and other studies have shown, you know, there is a risk for doing it. So why can't, our medical establishment, acknowledge that. Why the deception? Why have they continued to do this for two years?
3: I want to read some of the reaction to your move today. New York Magazine's Jonathan shate said it's been very, very obvious that Ron DeSantis was courting the anti-vaccine movement. It's a case study in conservative movements, intellectual dysfunction and similar nastiness from Vanity Fair taking your authoritarian ambitions to the next level. He demonizes public health safety measures to score political points. Uh, Governor, is your goal with this roundtable today to demonize public health and safety officials?
0: Well, let me tell you this, Laura. The authoritarians were the ones that wanted to mandate the vax on people. I protected people from having that happen and made sure Floridians could make their own choice. The authoritarians wanted to institute a vaccine passport system, almost like a social credit system, so that people who dissented from this would be marginalized from society entirely. We rejected that um, and we banned it. So we were, from the very beginning, you know, helping people make their own decisions, uh, but not using either the coercive power of the state or allowing big corporations uh, to condition those choices. And so, look, at the end of the day, um, what we're looking for is to provide truth, to provide accurate data, and provide uh, uh, accurate analysis. And we had a great researcher from Denmark. You know, Laura, Denmark does not allow people under 50, unless they have pre existing conditions, uh, to get the MNRA shots because they've analyzed it uh, and said that the drawbacks outweigh uh, the benefits. But they've also looked at all cause mortality. And the researcher found that yes, in some age groups, there was a decline in COVID mortality after taking these, but there was then an increase in other types of mortality. So why have we not seen big declines in excess mortality uh, since these things have been introduced? And so uh, we have now a panel that we've created in Florida um, that is effectively uh, going to function the way a CDC should function and basically do evidence-based medicine, uh, take studies seriously that, that counteract the narrative, um, and be willing to ask questions and go where the data leads.
3: And, Governor, on another issue, today in Washington, the White House was celebrating the president's signing of a national, um, a national legislation to protect uh, both interracial marriage and uh, non traditional marriages, gay marriage, and the, and the like. Um, there are a lot of uh, religious conservatives and other traditional Americans who are concerned that this will end up being a severe encroachment on religious liberty and religious conscience rights. And I wonder if you might have a reaction to those concerns. Well,
0: oh, I think they're valid concerns. I mean, Laura, was interracial marriage being even debated in this country. Nobody's talking about that. Uh, they're using the power, I think, of the federal government uh, in ways that will absolutely put religious institutions in difficult spots if you have people uh, that are so inclined to be very aggressive against that. And um, I don't think that it was there was certainly no need to do this. Uh, and I do think that those concerns were valid.
3: Uh, and there's the other issue brewing here, which will affect all the states, which is this omnibus spending bill, which is working its way now through the Senate with Mitch McConnell looking like he wants to strike a deal with Chuck Schumer. A lot of House Republicans we're about to talk to one, uh, not happy about this because obviously they're taking over the House in a few weeks, meaning no leverage for the Republicans going forward. I know you're not in in, in Congress anymore, but you have a lot of experience having been a congressman. What would your reaction be if you were still, still up on Capitol Hill and you just lost all that leverage next year?
0: Well, obviously, they should punt it to the new Congress when we'll have the majority in the House. Uh, there'll be more Republican leverage, and they'll be able to hopefully uh, uh, engineer a better outcome than they will being in the minority in both houses right now.
3: Why do you think the Republicans would not want to do that? Okay, so, all right, McCarthy now they're just. Okay,
5: let's just stop that because now they're getting into the political conversation. And that's doing no good. Keep in mind, Ron DeSantis was a guy just like other governors, Democrat and Republican. It makes no difference. They were going along with the official narrative when Dr. Burke said, we're counting everything. All the deaths is COVID. We'll sort them out later. Remember when she said that? I I played it on the air a couple of times. He was the guy overseeing in his state. Things like people having motorcycle accidents and dying and it being labeled COVID. And he was just finding; it. He wasn't calling it out. He was actually going in and he was having his boys raid people's houses who were telling the truth about what was going on. You guys remember that? The guy who signed this legislation said, oh, well, we'll never force you to get a
1: shot. But he didn't
5: clear out what was there that if the state if it got you know if it got so bad like what they're I'm telling you right now they're going to bring it again here in the next couple of months and when they do it's going to be nasty it's going to be really nasty
1: just let that sink in a minute they
5: just had the second version of event 201 just at the end of October it would not surprise me to see at the by the end of this year, the first part of next year, for them to come out with Plandemic 2.0. Okay? This is the guy,
1: this is the guy who upheld
5: the lie, and he's upholding it now. And let me just put this, you hear him talking about how dangerous the shot is, and people need to know so they can make their own decisions. Well, Ron, if you know it's killing your people, we're not talking about one or two had a problem. Maybe they had something before that and something affected them, you know, just kind of some stuff, but everybody else is fine. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a lot of people who've been injured and who've been killed. Keep that in mind as you listen to this.
0: So my message is the vaccines protect you, get vaccinated and then live your life as if you're protected. You don't have to chafe under restrictions uh infinite.
5: That sounds like the establishment.
0: Uh, so I, I became eligible on Monday. I haven't had it yet, but I am I am planning on doing it.
5: Oh, day. he's planning, planning on taking this on deadly day shot day. that he's we're warning everybody about now. Gun
0: show. Maybe we could do it, but probably better off now. Right, uh, Ronnie. And so so we're, we're we're looking forward to doing it. And then also we were uh so we got the uh updated allocations for next week. So we kinda of in the middle of the week. These vaccines and you can look at the EUAs. There are occasionally some side effects, but if you're 70 years old, man, the benefit is so much better than, than worrying, bit, worrying about some of that. It's not even close. You know, as you, as you get talking about young kids, parents gonna look at that and maybe make a little bit different calculation, and that is fine, but just understand where we're at, understand the, the benefits, particularly folks who may have health conditions or who are a little older, uh, and I can tell you the data has been very strong. If the data wasn't strong, then we would have to acknowledge that to people, and I would be the first to want to do it. Oh, so the first! Oh. Really strong. When you have these upticks, <laughs> uh, it's affecting, for things beyond cases, it's affecting in a clinical way people almost... Yes, they
5: way were way earlier way interviews, Carolyn. Vaccinated.
0: I also am not, I've never been driven by the case counts because you have people who may test positive now we know who, who are vaccinated. Why isn't he telling people to test or bogus? Entirely... Because he
5: is a liar like his daddy.
3: We wanted to ask Governor DeSantis about the deal. Ooh, but he declined our he's going to get slammed we on this, we caught up with but he has to so shut, shut down
5: the go. reporter for asking a legitimate you question.
3: You $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to distribute the vaccination in So Palm first Beach. of all, that,
0: what you're saying is wrong. How, how is
3: that not pay to that, pay? That's a
0: fake narrative. I met with the county mayor. I met with the administrator. I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, "Here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites. We can give more to hospitals. We can do the Publix." And they said, "We think that pimping would be
5: the, the shot. That's what he's resident. doing."
3: But Melissa McKinley, the county commissioner in the Glades, told us the governor never met with her about the Publix deal
0: the criticism is that it's pay to play it's Governor. wrong it's wrong it's a fake narrative i just ron is doing the
5: narrative. same thing that donald trump, trump did vaccine. he's using
0: because obviously i laid it <sighs> out for you in a
5: way i don't
0: like interrupting no, sorry and so like, it's clearly not isn't there the nearest no no so no you're wrong, you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong yes that's sir. actually a fact so my message is the vaccines protect you get vaccinated and then live your life as if you're
2: protected you don't have to chafe under restrictions. What you but you're not
0: protected. It's a lie. Is one of the most insanely
2: <laughs> I idiotic things I have ever heard. Love these endings. At indies. no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything
0: that could be considered a rational thought. Mm. Everyone oh. in this room is now dumber <laughs> for having listened to it. <laughs> I award you no points.
5: And may God have mercy on your soul. And you get no $200 for pass and go. I don't like to interrupt the thing. I like people to hear it all together, but there are just things that are. that time of year. Stop. There There are things where people say things and you're just like, oh, are you not paying attention to this? And look, this is the small stuff. This right here is the small stuff. It's the stuff that's kind of right out in your
1: face. Ron you know, Ron DeSantis
5: is, and you know my friend Mr. Wordsworth, thank you, Mike, appreciate that uh, -- is always in D live uh, presenting the stuff against Rome. And I appreciate Mike for doing that. I really do. Uh, I'll tell you what, Mike is a lot wiser than I told him. I said, I want to have you on the air. We could we could, uh, we could have a great conversation because Mike is just like you ask him a question is you can just let him go for an hour. Uh, he's, he's that knowledgeable and I'm not trying to toot your own horn, toot your horn there, uh, Mike, but, uh, I, I love to listen to Mike. He's, he's well-read. He knows his stuff. And one of the things that Mike turned me onto was this book called foreign conspiracy against the liberties of the United States. This is by Samuel Finley Brees Morse. And, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop a link here and I'll have it in the archives for you guys who are listening by radio. But I am dropping the link here for the book in case you want to get it. You can pick it up on Kindle. It's next to nothing. I mean, it's like a three, I don't know, three or four eighty eight, something like that. I can't tell. They're giving me a Kindle price, and then they're oh, they're giving me a credit. Okay. Uh for something like that. So it's like almost $5 for a Kindle version. And you can read it. Um, you know, I get to read just a little bit on the weekends, to tell you the truth. And this is one I've been going through. And he makes a good argument. This is written, like, I think in the 1800s, early 1800s. And he's he's talking about how Rome is this religious political system, kind of like what Israel has established itself as. And uh, it was trying to infiltrate the United States via Austria. And I think you guys will find that very, very interesting uh, as to what's going on there. Now... I want to get to a couple of things. I was hoping just to cram this in the hour, and I don't know that I am because just the video interview that I'm going to do uh, is going to be like 15 or 16 minutes. All right, so bear with me. We're going to have all these things. Uh, One of the things that I want to show you is, do you guys remember uh, back in March of this year? Now, it's happened before, but in March of this year, and prior to this, we were reporting on the fact um, that... Bill Gates was involved in this. For you guys who are watching the screen, he wants to use genetically modified organism mosquitoes to administer his vaccines.
1: Yep. He wants you to be
5: vaccinated or given the shot or have your gene therapy given to you without your consent I mean, they're already given it without consent. There are so many crimes going on concerning this COVID shot, concerning informed consent, a violation of the Nuremberg Code, where people were hung for their clear ignoring of God's law. Forget man's law. If man's law does not comport with God's law, it is not law. It is pretended legislation. It is a means of trying to overlord you. When this boy right here talks about law,
1: I'm talking about the moral law of God. There is no other law. There is no other law. Why? Because there is no other lawgiver. It's a shame, it's a real shame that we said that men could write laws.
5: If we want them to administrate something for us, that's one thing. But to allow them to write laws, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get a bunch of Pharisees, which Jesus himself condemned, Matthew 23. He condemned them as brood of vipers and hypocrites. That's what you're going to get every time, every time. I don't care how godly the guy is you
1: think he is, but that's what you're going to get.
5: And here's Bill Gates, fine for releasing GMO mosquitoes to be in Florida. He was fine with that. And guess what? So was Ron DeSantis. This is March the 9th, 2022, this year. Billions of GMO mosquitoes set to be released in California and Florida. That's Democrat governor and a Republican governor for all you people who want to play both sides of the fence with your red and blue conservative liberal nonsense. You're either lawful or you're lawless. That's the That's the thing. That's this is where we need to take back the narrative. Ron talked about a fake narrative. That's where we need to take back the narrative. You're not a liberal or a conservative. You're not a constitutionalist or a, 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 a Marxist, even though, I look, I've been indoctrinated with those terms too. So forgive me, I occasionally use those. I'm seeking repentance over those things. I really am. Because I want to make it about what really matters, and that is they're lawful or they're lawless.
1: One or the other. That's what they are. These were set to be released despite the health concerns, okay? And Ronnie oversaw it
5: in his own state against his own people. And by the way, I've had, um, uh, gosh, the guy's name is dropping my mind right now, but he ran for sheriff against uh, Carmine Marcino, the, the little criminal down there himself uh, in Lee County that Ron DeSantis won't deal with. And now Carmine is ta- has taken center stage. He'll show up with Ron. He'll show up with Donald Trump. And some of these other guys as though he's the good guy.
1: He's a criminal. It's documented.
5: It's not even a smoking gun. It's evidence that I have. And you can see it on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Put his name in, Carmine Mercino. You'll see it. You'll see his fraud. You'll see him using public websites to promote something he's not. You'll see where he lied about what he did as a park ranger in New York in order to bypass going through hundreds of hours of the police academy in Florida. You'll see it. And he used, he's, because he was let go in those things, he used his position to garner sexual favors from women. Yep. And Ron knows it, but he won't do anything about it. And he's released these GMO mosquitoes on his people. Now, I'm going to show you this right quick, and then I'm going to play this video. Now, I may have to stop because the video will go over the hour. So, if you want to finish this and you're on Red State Talk Radio, you can head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, BeforeIt'sNews.com, or any of the other venues that I've mentioned, and you can watch the rest of the interview. and You can hear it. It will also be in the archive. All of this stuff that you see, go and take it to task. And if you have something that says, "No, no, no, that's not really true," Tim. Here's, here's the evidence of something else. Please click on the contact button at suncelebritymedia.com. Send me the information that corrects it. But send me documentation. Don't send me something else. I've looked at some of this other stuff that the lady's going to speak about in um, the interview that I'm going to play here. Um, but I, I want you to see this. This is DeSantis' Wikipedia page. Now, let me let me explain something here. Bradley. Does not have any access to his Wikipedia page. It's all been fabricated by the guys at Wikipedia who don't like him every bit of it and here on DeSantis's web page or Wikipedia page, this is what the lady um, who is in the the interview that i'm gonna or not the interview but the video that I'm gonna play for you in just a minute. This is what she's referencing. she's referencing all of these pages I mean it's pages and pages and pages of Wikipedia stuff on Ron DeSantis. This is where we're gonna see who the man himself is, okay, but I just I'm gonna go down through this. you can see it's a lot of stuff. and you go, well, he's the governor, there's going to be a yeah, I get it, I get it." But don't think he and his people don't have a backdoor to Wikipedia.
1: You know they do. You know they do. And uh, you can see all the
5: footnotes that are here as well. Man, there's like, good grief. All this stuff's written here, 303 footnotes, and that's out of Wikipedia. So here's what I want to do. And I don't know that I'll be able to fill up the whole page because I think this is, well, no, I, I, I think this is a bit, no, it's not a bit shoot video. It's a, It's something else. This is this lady going into some of Ron DeSantis's background in Yale, the secret societies he was in there. By the way, Yale, uh, the place for many of uh, our modern presidents, uh, Skull and Bones. Uh, we don't have any evidence that Ron was in Skull and Bones, but we do have evidence he was in one of the fraternities as well. And this lady, um, I forget her name, Tyla, I think was her name. She's just going to lay this out here. So I, I feel like the people need to at least hear it. If you disagree with it, that's fine. But disagree with it on the basis of the truth, that you have something else that's coming on, not because of what some guy said. Remember James 2. See and say. See and say. As Jesus said in Matthew 7.20, when he's talking about false teachers, he said, Wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. It's not what they say, it's what they do, okay? Here's this lady, and I want you to hear this. This runs about 16 minutes or so, so we'll pause it just to close out the show, and then we'll carry on the other side, Sons of Liberty Media.com. Here she is, if it comes up. <laughs> oh, I always have this. I probably should have this queued up. Oh, here she goes. All right, here we go. Tallahassee, Tyler, that's right. have name. some
4: questions. For Governor Ron DeSantis, who looks like he's the forerunner for uh, 2024 elections. Of course, if we ever get there, which we won't, because the election boxes are all rigged by the British. But anyway, that being said, we have a few questions for Ron DeSantis. And first, I'd like to know if he's a kept man. Are you kept by the and being groomed by the British Pilgrim Society, Ron? Because I'm looking here at your resume, which is a little too short and too perfect. And it doesn't appear like you've accomplished much. Oh, you were on the baseball team and the captain of the baseball team. Oh, isn't that something? His only unassisted accomplishment appears to have been baseball, which is probably how he landed a spot at Yale. We don't really know. Because Yale is usually for the, the snobs on the East Coast and and the you know people that are that are connected. Certainly not like me who went to Florida State and Jacksonville University. Well, anyway, Ron DeSantis' resume oozes with the hallmarks of interlocked secrecy and grooming. And if you have been with the American intelligence media for a while, you know all about these interlocking relationships, and they're a big deal. So don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Now, in the PDF, you'll find a quick history of Ron's very uh, vanilla background. But what's surprising is that Wikipedia has... Given him 47 pages. That's a page for every year he's old about who he is. Uh, DeSantis' resume oozes with hallmarks of interlocked secrecy and grooming and is really not impressive at all. You, I don't want to read through all of that, but you can look at it through the PDF there and see what an unoppressed career he had. Some of the things that I saw right off the bat is uh, some very suspicious societies that he belonged to when he was at Yale. One is the Delta Kappa Epsilon. St. Elmo Hall is another one which is also known as Delta Phi, which is a secret society with skull and bones. And also when he was at Harvard getting his JD, we thought it was remarkable that he was not published at the Harvard Law Review. So that's a little odd, but I mean, there's just nothing remarkable here. Then he goes to the Navy; he's a JAG there. He becomes a federal prosecutor in the Middle District of Florida. He his total total number of cases he handled thirty three, um, all but two. Oh cases my, thirty three! Uh, none of these cases required have more a than two hours work each week. So he was. You know, it was just not impressive. And then, boom, he becomes, he gets in Congress in the 114th Congress. He's the co-founder of Freedom Caucus. And then in 2018, he becomes the governor of Florida. So despite DeSantis's lack of work experience, other than as a blood-sucking attorney, a politician, he has a 47-page Wikipedia biography. Think about that. That's a page for every year of his life. Now, here's what our audience will find um, not surprising. When we started the research, we found that reference to St. Elmo Hall in Wikipedia. The very next day, it was removed. So there's no reference in Wikipedia anymore. But before they scrubbed it, we caught it. On June 14th, 2022, DeSantis was listed as a member of St. Elmo Hall Secret Society at Yale. But the next day, June 15, 2022, his name disappeared. Harvard, Yale, and Columbia have been notoriously known since the Revolutionary War uh, for being British loyalists and monarchists. The Boston Brahmins since the early 1800s teamed with the Rothschild, Bering, London Assurance, royal exchange banks and insurers to finance opium and human trafficking with London as well as Boston banks. Columbia's original name was King's College. That was 1754. It was named after King George II. Oxford and Cambridge University professorships and collaborations are thick as thieves. And we all know that from our many years of research saint elmo hall at yale was founded in 1889 in order to more closely align delta phi with the knights of malta saint elmo is the patron saint of the british colony and commonwealth of malta 1813 saint elmo is the patron saint of sailors the year 1889 was also a year for a lot of other uh, important happenings in history that you probably didn't learn about in your government school indoctrination centers, but you've learned all about by watching the American intelligence media and Americans for Innovation. Let's just run through some of the things that were happening in 1889. The Quick Victoria issued a royal charter to form the Knights of Malta, English Priory, in 1889 that enabled the Bank of England to begin dominating the Vatican Bank in financing global commerce and war, Queen Victoria's organizers of the charter were Cecil Rhodes, soon to be Privy Councillor, progenitor of the Pilgrim Society; three Rothschilds, namely Lord Walter Rothschild, Pilgrim Society co-founder; Baron Henry de Worms, Lord Purbright, a maternal Rothschild, appointed in January eighteen eighty-nine to the Privy Council. Pilgrim Society co-founder. And Lord Roseberry, a Rothschild by inheritance from Hannah Rothschild, soon to be Prime Minister and Pilgrim Society co-founder.
5: Okay, all right. We're going to finish this up. Sons of Libertymedia.com. Bradley be with you at three p.m. Eastern, two p.m. Central. Sons of dot com and we'll be back with you in the morning. Lord willing, Kate Shamarani, eight A.M. Don't miss it. All right, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. we got about 10 minutes in this part here. I'm going to add a few final comments here. But this lady is kind of throwing it on a lot of the British stuff. And I look, I get it because Britain is your financial system. And there have been things, look, there have been things I've read um, that are a little more difficult for me to verify certain things. Such as Cornwallis saying, "Well, let these let these colonists have their stuff." After his defeat, you know the, the they're gonna they're gonna go back and they're gonna end up taking on the Judaizers and learn the Judaizers. I don't know if he actually said that or not. I, you know, people have quoted it, but I've never seen where they're drawing that from. Just like a lot of quotes, I've been burned more than once putting out a meme with a quote that I thought was legit. It was a good quote. But it's attributed to somebody, and you can't find a source document for it. So I'm very careful about putting out a quote and attributing it to somebody that I can't go back to a source document. Not somebody wrote 100 years ago and threw it in the thing, and then everybody starts quoting it like that book came off the Internet or something. Listen to what the lady says. Um, So she's finishing up. There's about 10 minutes worth, so hold on to your seat. I'm just giving the information. You guys are, are... you know, you make your own choices, you make your own decisions before God in this, but I'm I'm trying to give it to you so that you at least have the information. And if you have something to refute it, again, contact button, sons of com. I'm happy to look at it. I really am. But I, I want to see documentation that demonstrates this. The stuff she's talking about, you can find it on the Wikipedia page. You can find it at several other places. The Yell stuff is it's real easy to find. It's not hard to find. It really isn't. But listen to what she has to say. This is the rest of Tallahassee Tyler. And no, she's not. She's not Taylor. Her name is Tyla. I guess that's her first name. Uh, she calls herself Tallahassee Tyla. Uh, so that tells me she's in Florida, or at least that's my assumption. And uh, no, she's not Kendallin Taylor. Sorry about that.
4: What else was happening in 1889? You have De Beers Consolidated Minds Limited, incorporated in South Africa by Cecil Rhodes and Lord Rothschild. You also have Cecil Rhodes and W.T. Stead collaborating um, with a secret Jesuit-style society called the Society of the Elect and Roundtable with Lord Rothschild, precursors to the Pilgrim Society. And then another important event, the British South Africa Company, was formed on December 19, 1889, by Royal Charter with Cecil Rhodes as its governor, the first New World Order corporation. Now, much more can be said about 1889 time period because it was so formative to the New World Order Anglo-American conspiracy. The British government and bankers had become... Heavily funding and promoting the YMCA and Salvation Army uh, as a place to get their debt slaves. They then deployed this cheap labor in their industries and mines throughout the empire to replace the black and brown slaves that they had lost in abolition. The intimate involvement of American robber barons like J.P. Morgan, Cornelius Vanderbilt, Andrew Carnegie, Elahu Loot, John D. Rockefeller, and the Boston Brahmins, opium and human trafficking in this British scheme for global hegemony under the banner of Anglo-American brotherhood is unmistakable. Therefore, Ron DeSantis's association with these British Pilgrim Society globalists is very concerning. St. Elmo Hall is tightly connected with British Pilgrim Society notables, including John Jacob Astor, John Pierre Morgan Jr., James Roosevelt, Marvin Bush, and on. Uh, Check the PDF to get all of those names and their associations. In addition to Delta Phi, DeSantis was a member of the Delta Kappa Epsilon fraternity. British Pilgrim Society and Skull and Bones members are rife with dke delta kappa epsilon alums including granddaddy preston bush daddy george hw bush baby bush gerald ford dan quayle sergeant shriver howard Hines, john kerry mellon Bank, carnegie institute robert layman jp morgan frederick smith of fedex as well as leading military industrial complex corporations including city colgate palmolive Honeywell, IBM, Kraft, and NASDAQ. Whew! Ron, what you got yourself into here, huh? So, interlocking relationships and secret influences. Ron DeSantis needs to disclose any and all of these conflicts of interest that he has with the notoriously interlocking relationships highlighted therein. Sure of coming clean, we can only conclude that Ron DeSantis has been groomed by the British Pilgrim Society and that his ongoing naval secrecy agreement is a muzzle to prevent him from revealing the total control of the U.S. Navy by the British Admiralty and MI6 for the Pilgrim Society. Are you keeping that a secret, Ron? Do you know about that? If you were tempted to doubt that there is a serious problem for the American Republic with Ron DeSantis's undisclosed interlocking associations, consider these uh, indisputable facts. On November 11th, 2002, the current governor of Virginia, Glenn Allen Youngkin, became a founding director of British Kinetic and Physical. Not Youngkin, right? Really? Right. Some Carlisle of you people still Group think he's a good guy, in the too, Queens Corporation, huh? Corporation headquartered just west of London near the Herbright Institute. On October 24th, 2006, former CIA director George Tennant was appointed kinetic director. He pledged to pursue the best interests of the United Kingdom and obey the Queen and its operations, not the United States. During George Tennant's kinetic directorship, the company was awarded over 1 billion in U.S. government contracts, including one 100 million contract to track essentially all moving U.S. Army inventory worldwide, a British intelligence, propaganda, and biowarfare operation. On February 8, 2008, the former vice chairman of the U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff, Admiral Edmund Peter Giambastiani, Jr., was appointed kinetic director. And guess who Desantis's Navy boss was? Well, none other than Admiral Giambastiani. So Ron DeSantis, his boss, was a traitor to the United States. If one knowingly takes orders from a traitor, Ron DeSantis, does that make you a traitor also? Perhaps this is all innocent. And these conflicts of interest are all just a mistake, just a coincidence then, Ron, you need to come clean and tell us.
5: That's right. That's right. Go ahead.
4: You have sworn, Ron DeSantis, and sworn multiple oaths to protect U.S. Constitution. You swore an oath at receiving your law license to uphold the rules of professional conduct. These oaths include avoiding impropriety and even the appearance of impropriety. So, Governor Ron DeSantis... You think these secret societies and your undisclosed interlocking relationships are compatible with transparent government? Either you are clueless about conflicts of interest as an attorney, in which case you have no business being in public service, or you fail to disclose these interlocking secret society relationships for which you should be in jail for hiding them. Better yet, Gitmo for treason. The only way out of this ethical dilemma for Ron DeSantis is to disclose it now. Conflicts of interest are not illegal, but failing to disclose them is. Governor DeSantis needs to fully disclose immediately his associations with the secret interlocking British Pilgrim Society relationships. And by the way, we'd like to give a special thanks to Wikipedia history censors. Because of your sloppy work, when you shined the spotlight on St. Elmo Hall, which is the Knights of Malta, Delta Phi and Delta Kappa Epsilon, and their inter- interlocking relationships with the British Pilgrim Society and Crown, you gave us a clear pathway to ask these tough questions to old Ronnie boy. Oh, by the way, don't forget, Chief Justice John G. Roberts, he's also in Knights of Malta. Okay, here are questions that people need to ask Ron. In the 115th Congress, you were a majority member of the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Courts, Intellectual Property, and the Internet. Did you ever disclose to the public, protest, and introduce legislation to stop U.S. Patent and Trademark Office paying over $778 million since only 2015 to the present, to British Serco to handle all American inventor applications since at least 2006. Make sure to ask Ron DeSantis that. He was there in Congress. British Serco is managed by the grandsons of Winston Churchill and controlled by the monarch's golden shear of 100% policy control. So all of our patents have been turned over to the British, and Ron DeSantis is right there thick in the middle of it. Hey, Ronnie Boy, you entered the U.S. Navy in 2004 to to today and currently hold the rank of lieutenant commander in the Judge Advocate General's Corp of the United States Reserve, JAG. Here's your question. Are you currently subject to any secrecy agreements that prevent you from disclosing illegal acts occurring within the U.S. Navy and the government departments it serves? Not only illegal acts, treasonous acts. Did you ever disclose to the public Ronnie Boy the 4.5 billion contracts awarded by the U.S Navy to Circo, a wholly owned subsidiary of British Circo and controlled by the British monarchy? Did you ever disclose to the public Ron DeSantis the 136 million in contracts awarded by the U.S Navy to Connecticut? Did you ever disclose to the public the $34.2 million in contracts awarded by the U.S. Navy to British Aerospace to handle Naval Sea Systems for inventory control? Ron, did you ever disclose to the public the $100 million contract awarded to Kinetic to handle the U.S. Army's global inventory control? Did you speak up when your former boss, Admiral Gia began advising Kinetic in London and arranging contracts with the U.S. Department of Defense, but subject to British secrecy, thus undermining U.S. sovereignty? Governor DeSantis, why are you silent when a foreign power, Britain, is so thoroughly undermining the sovereignty of the American Republic, and you know all about it, and you haven't opened up your mouth. We, the people, demand that you answer these questions.
5: DeSantis, <laughs> I, OK, DeSantis, we have questions for you. You got some questions. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have to pause her again because somehow the video is coming out. Uh, a lot of you guys like uh, Tyler here. Uh, look, I, I like what she has to say. She's very straightforward. Again, um, you know, I I would say to um, Lori, yeah, I I agree with you. If something's easy to find, you ask whether it's factual. Well, it's easy to find when celebrities die. That's a factual thing. Uh, But I get what you're saying. I, I do get what you're saying. This is easy. What I mean is it's easy to find even from sources that aren't sort of mainstream. If you want to even call it mainstream, I don't even like mainstream because I think the majority of the people aren't paying attention to the mockingbird media. I think what they end up doing is you've got a small number of people who pay attention to mockingbird media, and then they go influence people that they're around. People aren't interested in being informed for the most part. Let me give you an example, and then I'll get back to what we're doing here. If we've got three hundred and twenty something million, people, I don't even know. I, I don't even know if I can trust the numbers of everything we get. If we got three hundred and twenty something million people here, and every, any given night, five million people, or seven million people, or even ten, let's take ten, are watching nightly news. It's it's propaganda, is what it is. Whether it's on ABC, NBC, ABC, you know, CBS any of the Mockingbird media outlets, as well as the cable Mockingbird media outlets, Fox News, CNN, MSLSD, any of these other guys, okay? That's not very many people watching. That's a very small percentage of, it's kind of like the percentage of people who are sodomites or lesbians or whatever that tries to get pushed out as though
1: they're a big crowd of people.
5: How many people are actually being affected by that? Well, a lot of people in the long term, immediate, very small. Those people affect the people who wear the mask, who take the shots. And you heard Ron DeSantis telling people, oh, you know, these are serious. But I am, I'm going to get my shot. Uh, You know, you should get your shot. You should make your own decision and it protects you. You should act like you're protected. You should pretend with everybody. This guy's a Pied Piper. He's a devil. That's what he is. This tie with Knights of Malta ties back with Jesuits for instance. This comes from Jesuit Online Bibliography.bc.edu. This is called Knights and I don't have it up in my other screen, so I'm just going to read it to you. Knights, Jesuits, Carnival and the Inquisition in 17th Century Malta. Between 1530 and 1798, Malta, the southernmost tip of Catholic Europe, was home to the military religious order of St. John of Malta. This organization traced its origins to the years just before the beginning of the Crusades and late 11th century Palestine from Malta. The order sought to keep up its dual mission of hospitality, hence the appellative of hospitals. That's kind of funny, isn't it? Hospital, hospitality, hospital. Anyway. That's what it's supposed to be. It's not really that. And fighting the infidel Muslim at sea. From 1592 to 1768, the Society of Jesus was present, and that's the Jesuits, uh, was present in the Catholic outpost from where it supported the mission of the order and sought to remold or piety. The relationship between these two organizations had ramifications that spread beyond tiny Malta, both because of the issues that arose between them as well as because of the international composition of the order and the society. The Carnival of 1639 proved to be a defining moment in this relationship. And though generally passed over as a temporary disturbance, this article emphasizes that it was more than this by looking at the dynamics of the links between hospitalers, which were Jesuits. Think about that. Hospitalers. Yeah, just like hospital. Hospitalers, Jesuits, the Inquisition, and Carnival. This article is based on a wider range of sources than previous studies, which will help to bring out the nuances of the subject under investigation. And uh, I'll have that link for you. If you guys want to read the actual article, you can do so. Uh, so that's, that's that will be available as well. So we've seen all that. We've seen DeSantis play into this thing. If you're on on Wednesdays with us for Rotten to the Core Wednesday and Lynn Taylor, or Common Core diva, some, some people are saying in the chat that uh, Tyler sounds like uh, Lynn Taylor. I guess she needs her BS and horse hockey uh, thing. <laughs> she can spit out there or something like that. So she really sounds like Lynn. But the fact of the matter is we've been on here and we've talked about Ron DeSantis with him telling the people of Florida that he killed Common Core. Nope, he just rebranded it. You guys still have it down there. You still have it because they made it part of their pretended legislation to push on you and your kids. And the only, and look, I know they're targeting homeschools and stuff, but the only way you can ensure what your kids are taught is if you teach them. I, this is pretty simple, pretty common sense, right? I can trust somebody greatly, think they would never teach my child anything
1: that they aren't supposed to be taught. But
5: once they're alone and they're being taught and stuff, I have to go back and find out whether or not they've been taught that, right? Isn't that the way it works? Yep, that's the way it works. This is why when God gives parents children, he doesn't give them to the state. When he gives them to to the parents, he commands that the parents first have his commands in their heart, and then they disseminate those things diligently to their children writing them on the walls, on the doorposts, putting them as frontless between their eyes, binding them on their hands. They want to drive the law of God into their heart so that they might not sin against God. Isn't that what David prayed? Yeah, that's exactly what he, he prayed. Talked about loving God's law. Why? Because God's law is a picture of what it means to love God. You can say you love God, and if you're breaking His law over the place, I got to question whether or not you do. Yeah, are we sinners? Have we violated? Yeah, that's why we need Jesus. But what did I tell you the other day? Matthew: 121, Jesus came to save His people from their lawbreaking. That's what it means. That's what sin is, lawbreaking. He came to save His people from, his, from their lawbreaking. And let's add this to what the lady was just saying here
1: about the Pilgrims Society. Ron is a Roman Catholic. By the very definition that if you're going to
5: follow Roman Catholic dogma, then you must take what the Pope says as gospel. And I know everybody wants to say ex-cathedral only when he's speaking in this, that, and the other. I get it. But this guy claims to be Antichrist in the place of Christ. That's That's what it means. Now, he's opposed to Christ, too. That's clear when they uh, engage in the Mass. They are reoffering offering the, the once-for-all sacrifice of Christ. They're trying to go back to Old Testament kind of customs of priesthoods and ceremonies and garb that they put on. They got the Dagon fish hat on their head and all of that. And all that stuff's done away with. The book of Hebrews is very clear. The Old Covenant itself... Had passed away. The new covenant has been established. By the way, read the Apostle Paul. Part of his argument in Roman Romans is not that the moral law of God, the one that teaches us what love is by not doing certain things and doing certain things, the Ten Commandments, we can reference as that. Yes, it was part of the old covenant, but yes, it is also established in the new. What does Paul say? Are we doing away with it? I read it the other day. No, we established the law. The law is what drives us to Christ. The book of Galatians, that's in the New Testament too. That's part of the New Covenant. If Jesus is to save men from their sins today, I ask those who would kick against the pricks of God's law. And I'm not talking about ceremonial law. I'm talking about the moral law if you kick against the moral law of God, then what do you have to hold forth to people to show them the sickness, deadness of their own heart that we call sin so that you might offer to them the good news of Jesus Christ who is a savior from sin. We have nothing to show people that they have a need for Jesus. They're just fine. Hey, Jesus is great. I love Jesus. No, we got to take the law and apply it to them just like the law was applied to us it slew us it killed us and Christ raised us from the dead
1: now i'm not a slave to the law i don't want anybody thinking
5: that i'm not a slave to the law i'm a slave to christ and a slave who has been set free who has been raised from the dead by one or one has purchased him and he has been kind and good to him Guess what that slave does? He loves to love his master. He loves to love his master. And he wants to please his master. He desires that. He doesn't want to disappoint his master who's invested in him, who's brought him into the family, who's made him like a part of the family, who's put a ring on his finger, he's put you know a, a clean robe on, who's had a feast for him, who the angels of heaven have rejoiced because he's repented. And that guy, he wants
1: desperately, to please the one who has saved him from his slavery. Right? I mean, doesn't that make sense?
5: That's exactly what Jesus lays out to us. And yet I don't trust in the law to save me because why? Tim Brown knows he falls very short of the law. Very, very short. Even even practically after I've been converted, I fall way short of the law. But the law shows me my shortness. See? It shows me how short I am, and it continues to show me, even as a believer, for more than two decades, it continues to show me my need for the King,
1: for the Lord Jesus to save me.
5: Now, here's this was put out um, on Americans for Innovation. This is where I got the videos. By the way, I'm going to have this link up. And you'll be happy to know, this is where I got the video uh, from Ms. Tyler, and you'll be happy to know that this American intelligence meet, whatever, I guess this is her thing, maybe with these other two guys. I don't know, Mike. I, I, I didn't watch these other two. They'll be there if you guys want to check them out. But there is something that, uh, that was pointed out in this, and I really, this gets to character. We've talked about this before. If you don't know somebody intimately and personally, you shouldn't be voting for them. You, you shouldn't be voting for them. As I as I said, we had an article up where a guy wrote, you know, is it a sin not to vote? And he made all these arguments, you know, of history, you know, all our forefathers voted. I'm gonna say, is it a sin? Is it a sin to vote? Let me ask that. And and I'm gonna define it within the terms of if you don't know the person, don't lay hands on them hastily. See, we learned that principle in scripture, first Timothy chapter three. Uh, First Timothy, or excuse me, Titus chapter 1, we hear the, the admonition of the Apostle Paul to Timothy and the elders. You don't put a hands on someone hastily, uh, especially a novice, because you're just aiding in the devil having an inroad to build them up through their pride. So what do we see here? They give us seven things, and I think there's some good things. I think there's some good things in, in these seven things that they're seeing. A 12-point test is what they... Actually, it's more than seven. It's 12 points. Ah, I was reading the other part. Sorry about that. 12-point test of fidelity to the American Republic. Look, I, forget that. I want to know
1: if they have fidelity to Christ. If they have
5: fidelity to Christ, they will do what's in the best interest of the people according to the chains that bind them, the Constitution. They would do that. Okay? Is the person's background, their core beliefs, track record, results, reputation, and wealth consistent with his words? Number two, does the person's resume reflect real-life experience versus made-for-TV hype? <laughs> and that's a lot of what we get out of our politicians. Uh, this would go back to what the scripture references I just gave. Are there is their character consistent with who they claim to be? That's what they're asking. Is a person's Wikipedia entry truthful and appropriately detailed? I don't, you know what? I don't know unless you can go to the sources and actually see that it's actually true. Okay. Does Wikipedia provide an accurate genealogical background, including bad apples? Most of the time, not. Does he step away when conflicts of interest arise? And does he even let you know there is a conflict of interest? Does he have a professional background outside of politics and law? Has he warned the American public that the British Crown operates the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office via contracts with Serco Group PLC and Kinectic Group PLC? No, I was not having some kind of a stroke there. I just, yeah, that one kind of threw me off a little bit. All right, so then they go down and they pick up number eight. Has he warned the American public that the British crown was given 1.21 billion contracts to manage Fijin, uh, FEMA regions two and nine in the U.S. December the twenty? And there's a link here so you can check it out. Uh, January of 20, 2018, as well as the air traffic control facilities in 58 U.S. cities. Has hmm. he told you that? Has he warned the American public that British Crown agents control the senior executive services and that the 10,000 SES employees are not accountable to the President of the United States? I don't know how that works, but... Has he warned the American public that social media is wholly controlled by the British Crown through Admiral Wait, I thought it was the Jews. I thought it was... There's all these groups behind it. I'll tell you what, if you don't have a guy... That you can trust alone in his own home with his own wife and children you don't have anyone you can trust you don't you really don't um has he warned the american public that mainstream propaganda is directed globally by the British Pilgrims Society out of London, England? Has he revealed to the American public that the U.S. Federal Reserve debt-based fiat currency is controlled by British-controlled banks, and he has been since the American Revolution? No, 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 I didn't say the Jews rule <laughs> British, Georgian. What I was saying was, uh, everybody talks about who runs the media. Uh, so she's pointing out this British um, Pilgrim Society, and I said, you know, with the recent Kanye stuff, you know, I want to say that The Jews. Anyway, I think there's some truth in a lot of all of that stuff. Um, And the issue is, is you've got a guy who has a foreign allegiance to a foreign entity and a foreign king, namely the Vatican and the Pope. Now, you may take offense of that if you're a Roman Catholic listening. I'm not trying to—it's not my intent to try to offend you. But if you're offended by that— You need to understand the history in which Protestants kept throwing off the tyranny of Rome. The tyranny of Europe was the tyranny of Rome, because the Pope claimed that he was not only the political leader of all the kings and princes of Europe and, and the world, but he was the religious leader of all of them, too. And Protestantism went back in. It wasn't Protestantism then. It was just, it was guys who were following in the footsteps of guys who came before them. Martin Luther was the one who pointed back to Yen Hus and he said, These, We're not finding anything new. We're just rediscovering what was there. These guys were doing it.
1: And they found the true gospel, the one that doesn't
5: demand of you to keep the law because you haven't kept the law. See, Ron is of the opinion that you can do something. You can even buy God off with filthy lucre. Oh, I know that's offensive, but you go
1: read about the papacy
5: and the indulgence that were put on the people, to get themselves, to get their loved ones who had already died out of purgatory, you know, or knock off hundreds of thousands a year if they did this, that, that, and the other. I had somebody get on to me about the brown scapular. That is the stupidest. That is like Mormon magic underwear. It really is. It really is. And if you're offended by that, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. We're not told to do any of that stuff. Our trust is not in our good deeds. It certainly isn't in some kind of underwear that we wear or a scapular or any other thing we do or put on ourselves. You can doll yourself up all you want to, and in the judgment seat of Christ, what's he going to do? You got filthy rags on. Get out of here, you who practice iniquity. I didn't know you.
1: We're called to have a righteousness
5: that supersedes that of the Pharisees and the scribes, as Jesus said. How do we get that? It's got to be a righteousness that comes outside of this boy.
1: It's got to be a righteousness that comes out cuz I just the limited knowledge I know of me and I don't know myself fully god does. Just as I know me,
5: I know where I know where my mind and heart have been all my life, scattered all over the place, sometimes looking to god, some many most of the time not looking to him. And he had to interrupt me and say,
1: boy, you have violated my law. You're worthy to
5: die on the spot right now. And like I said, the law slew me. That's what God held up to me. His righteousness, his holiness. And if you have that going on right now, you probably trembled and are afraid like I am. Guess what? There's good news in that. Flee to the Christ the one who has borne the full brunt of the wrath of God. Stop looking at people like Ron DeSantis to save you. He ain't. Neither is Trump, neither is Biden or Kamala or anybody they put up to you are not your savior. They are deceivers. They're deceivers. They're players. And they have people behind them controlling them. This is what some of this was about, to show you some of the people that influence and no doubt some control over his governorship, and over his life. And
1: it's to warn you, quit loving the world like this. This is the world system right here. This is the world system. You want somebody to be your daddy. Jesus said, call no man father. I've got a dad. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, there's only one Father that
5: that men can truly have, and that is God Himself. And He loves sinners, lawbreakers, so much that He sent His Son in order to die for them, that those who believe on Him and repent of their sin shall not perish, but they'll have eternal life. Bradley, I'll be with you at three today. I hope this is helpful. Now, if you guys are looking for any of this stuff that we've had today, they'll be at sonsoflibertymedia.com. It will be under the title for the video that we have today, which is Ron DeSantis, an Establishment Puppet. That's that's just all I had. Only you can answer that. I've already answered it for myself. I have my own opinion drawn from the conclusions of the information we have. But I'll have it for you. So go to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Later today, is Ron DeSantis an Establishment Puppet? If you don't get there, get over there now and at least sign up for the email. It'll be in your email tonight. The video, the podcast... And all the information will be there for you. You can go do your own homework and hey, again, there's a contact button at sun If you find something that that wasn't kosher here that, that wasn't right or true, click that button, send it, make it attention to me. Please don't take a long time in saying stuff. say I kind of make mention of the specific thing that's wrong. And then give me whatever your evidence is, document, video, whatever the case may be, and I'll take a look at it. I promise I'll do that. Uh, I've got some guy now writing me and just writes long emails, and I don't really know what he's addressing because he never says, You said this on such and such day, and I I can go back and see what the context was. So just try to be as brief as you can, and I'll take a look at it. And hey, if I need to be corrected, I'll come on the air. People know I'll come on the air, and I'll say, Hey, this is, I got to correct that, and we'll do that. Otherwise, I think this stuff stands. I think it's, again, even the Wikipedia pages have some of this stuff that was put out this lady's talking about. That's what she was referencing. So I I really don't have any reason to not believe it. The question is, will the American people buy into it uh, as we move forward? Again, Bradley be with you at 3 today, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We'll be back in the morning with Kate Shimarani. Talk to you then, 8 a.m., Lord
1: willing. See you.